What's up, everyone? Welcome back to NFL Only here on Spark Talk. And today we're just going to go a deep dive um, into all the Week 10 matchups and just kind of give you our thoughts and opinions on each game and a couple tidbits of news when we get to those games. So, uh, Wyatt, start us off with tonight's Thursday night matchup. All right, so we got Carolina at Pitt. And uh, this is going to be a fun matchup. It'll be a good game. Yeah, two strong running attacks heading in. And uh, people don't necessarily think that's a fun game to watch. But it's going to be high scoring, I think. Even though uh, Pitt's defense, I don't think, has led up over 300 yards in the past, like, two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. I forget uh, it was, if it was two or three. But, yeah, I think they're going to let up over 300 yards. Because yeah. uh, their running, they're running game is so versatile. Mm-hmm. With uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, McCaffrey uh, C.J. Anderson, uh and also Cam Newton. Uh, oh, yeah. It's so versatile. And uh, they're going to have a tough time stopping Christian McCaffrey because what Christian McCaffrey brings to the table is speed. He's really shifty. He's very agile. And he has some power to him mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, he does. And he's he's a matchup problem for any uh, linebacker in the league. And Carolina's luck, lucky they have the second-best linebacker or first-best. What, what would you say? You said t- at least top two. Yeah. At least top two. Yeah, they're lucky they have him on it. Uh, they have Luke Keekley on their team because he don't have to guard. Uh, so he won't be matched up with Luke Keekley. They're going to have matchup problems all day because I don't have faith in uh, TJ Watt or what's his name? Is that Chickalo? Is it Chickalo? Chickalo. Yeah. So, yeah. Chickalo. Uh, I don't have faith in those two guarding Christian McCaffrey or Bud Dupree. Uh, mm, yeah. Or John Bostic. Uh, John Bostic played for the Bears. He he struggled in coverage. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Uh, they're gonna have a tough time guard, car, uh, guarding Christian McCaffrey, and I want to see uh, DJ Moore get going a little bit more as well, and Curtis Samuel, mm-hmm. because both of them are electric when they get the ball. Fast, explosive players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, definitely. I, yeah, I just want to see that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. Did you say? Do you know who you're gonna pick? Well, Carolina. I put Carolina. Carolina? Okay. Yeah. That's I, what I, I was going to pick Carolina, too. Yeah, I think just more of a complete team. Yeah, and, and look, Carolina, I mean, like you said yesterday, we were talking, uh, Pittsburgh's defense is actually playing very well as of late. And this offense is clicking right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Le'Veon Bell, it's it's more and more getting to the point where there's reports coming out where they're saying that they're, he's – it is likely he will not be back this season. Like, mm-hmm. it is pretty much maybe a done deal. And that's not bad for the Steelers. James Conner's playing amazing. Um, like I, like we talked about yesterday, he's not Le'Veon Bell, but he's playing outstanding football this season. Mm-hmm. And what he's been able to help the Steelers with and bring to the table um, has been huge. And with their defense getting rolling, uh, they're looking like a legit contender now mm-hmm. um, versus the first ha- first quarter of the season when we were yeah. like, gosh, the Steelers look terrible. You know, second quarter of the season, these last four games, these last few games, they look really good. Mm-hmm. Look really solid. Mm-hmm. But Carolina's on another level. Yeah. Carolina's playing great. Like, Carolina could win the them Super Bowl. And San, oh, San Diego. Them and uh, L.A. Chargers. Both, yeah. yeah both they're, dangerous, kind of. They're on the same, they're on the same war mm-hmm. path. And I would not be surprised if we see Chargers-Panthers Super Bowl. Yeah, and look, Cam Newton mm-hmm. is playing great this year. Yeah. I've never been a fan of Norv Turner. Um I just don't like the way he calls plays. I'm not. I've just never been a fan of his coaching style. Yeah. But he's done a great job this year with Cam Newton and that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Newton's playing lights out. Yeah. Um, 
almost having like an underrated season, you know. Before the season, if you asked me, is Cam Newton overrated or underrated, I'd be like, he's overrated. Definitely, he's way overrated. Like, he's a great player. He's an MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably a future Hall of Famer. But I think he's overrated in the sense of like what his passing ability is. Yeah. is. Because um, people don't realize enough of what Cam Newton really is. Yeah. But this season, I think he's kind of underrated. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he could be in the MVP discussion again. I think it's because what the what type of offense they play. Yeah, it's they, more ground and pound. We're going to yeah. we're going to assert our will on you. Mm-hmm. We're going to be the more dominant team. That's what yeah, it is. and they don't ask Cam Newton to do a whole lot. They're yeah. like, hey, we know you can pass the ball. Um, we know you're inaccurate at times. We're gonna do what you do well, and what he's and what they've done is allowed him to do what he does well, a lot, and it's paying off huge for the Carolina mm-hmm. Panthers. And you know, Luke Keekley. On yeah. defense, um, they've got uh, like a guy like Mario Addison on yeah. the defensive line. So they've got Julius some good, Peppers. Julius Peppers still there, rocking. Yeah. So they've got players on defense. They've got a really good defense. Yeah. Uh, it might not be the defense of old, um, what we're used to seeing with the Panthers the past five six years, but they're still really good. They're still a team mm-hmm. that they're still a defense that can um, shut you out and keep you down and not and not allow you to score points. So they're a dangerous football team. Yeah, they were um, they were able to hold uh, Tampa. And uh, Baltimore in check, yeah, this season as well. Especially with Baltimore having ups and downs, mm. you know, what I'm yeah, they're able to hold them in check and then hold a high power uh, Tampa Bay offense. And the only what was it, like seven points until that fourth quarter or third mm. quarter where they started. Yeah, and then you know Fitz does what he does. Yeah, it just he just is yeah, weird. But, but their defense can hold high power offenses. Yeah, that's why I'm confident that either Panthers are going to win or. Or they're going to win, but if they do lose, it's going to be by maybe a couple turnovers on their part. Mm-hmm. They they either are going to win or lose this game, I think. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, they have to win yeah. or lose. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, and I agree with you, Carolina's going to win the game. And yeah. um, I think this matchup is just going to be, a, like, hey, this could be a potential Super Bowl matchup. Yeah. Like, this really could. Um, these Both of these teams could make the Super Bowl. They're playing that well right now. Yeah. Um, and it'll be a fun game. Uh, all right, so we're going to go to our Sunday game, and it's going to be Detroit at Chicago. What? I'm looking. I'm looking over here. Never mind. It's Jacksonville at Indy. My bad. We'll get to get. We'll get to that game later. Uh, I guess it's flipping over there. It's been. Yeah, it's weird. It's been acting weird. All right. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so we're gonna go to Jacksonville and uh, at Indy real quick. Okay. Uh, I got Indy. I got Jacksonville. You always speak against Andy, man. Look, I'm a Colts fan, but they've got to keep proving to me. The last three weeks, the Colts have not played great teams. They played the Jets. They lost. Played the Bills. We were there. Destroyed them. Bills are not good. Yeah. Played the uh, Oakland Raiders. Had to come back and win, but ended up winning about two touchdowns. Raiders are not good. Jacksonville has not been good this year because of Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. If the Colts' defense and Darius Leonard, Malik Hooker, um, Mike Mitchell, who's come on the scene and been great for him. If those guys can step up, Quincy Wilson, Kenny Moore, if those guys can step up and play good football against Blake Bortles and keep them in check, because uh, we have a pretty solid run defense, if we can keep that in check, they have a chance to win. But the thing is, can we get the run game going still? The run game's been going good, but we faced the Bills. We faced the Raiders. We faced the Jets. It's like... We're facing a good team now. And granted, the Jacksonville Jaguars, their Achilles heel the last couple of years has been their run defense. You know, their pass defense is great mm-hmm. because of their corners, because of, you know, guys like Jalen, guys like mm-hmm. um, A.J. Bouye. But 
Can the Colts run the football? That's the big key in this game. Will they be able to run the football effectively with Marlon Mack? Because if he can run the football and do what he's done the past couple games, the Colts will win the football game. If they can run and outrun the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Colts will win. But I'm not confident that they can do it against this defense, especially when Jacksonville's got motivation. Jacksonville's upset. They're not playing well. They've been. They've looked terrible. And you got to think against the Colts team, who they could, who they could easily beat. You know, with the Colts being close in the division right now, like, hey, the Colts beat us. Now the Colts are that much more ahead of us. Now the Colts are a game ahead. Now the Colts are mm-hmm. getting closer to winning the division. Like, they're going to have something to play for. And I just think I just think the Colts, I don't know, man. I just don't trust them against a bit. Like right now, you've got young players in a big game. This is a big game because this could decide where the season turns. Could uh, you push for the playoffs or are you going to push for a top ten pick? Uh, yeah, the reason I have Indy winning is because I kind of have an opposite opinion. Like you think they're still a good team. I don't think they're a good team at this point. Yeah, the record proves it. Who are you talking uh, about? Jacksonville. Uh, they uh, they just haven't shown up. Their defense hasn't shown up at all this year, except for the first couple of weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they just haven't shown up at all. Blake Bortles has looked where He's literally regressed every year. And Yeah, it, uh, he's not good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's terrible. And they put blame on the receiving core. I know they have some drop passes, but they're a young receiving core. You're gonna get that with the young receiving core. Blake Bortles can't hit a can't hit him eighty uh, percent of the time. He overthrows them or he underthrows them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just I don't know. I don't trust the whole offense, mm-hmm. especially when Leonard Fournette is coming off an injury and uh, he's supposed to play this week. Mm-hmm. If y'all are able to hold him in check and hey, if he gets injured again, he's prone to doing that. He comes back his first game, he gets injured. He does that all the time. He did that in LSU. So. Uh, he is. I mean, he just gets like these bumps and these things, these these nicks, and it's like. And I don't trust like, T.J. Geez, Yeldon man. to uh, start up a ground and pound game with uh, Jacksonville that they really need mm. to uh, win this game. So that's why I have Indy okay. winning because I think the defense is going to step up. And look, I think Indianapolis is. I mean, granted, like I said, they've not played great teams yeah. the last few weeks, um, but I think I think they're starting to come along. Not as just a Colts fan, but like watching football, mm. these young guys are starting to. Starting to play well. Quentin yeah. Nelson, offensive rookie of the month as a guard. Chris yeah, Ballard is now in these picks. It's funny because like you have all these analysts saying that he was a bust because some of the line was playing bad. It wasn't on him. Mm-hmm. It was more. Oh, Anthony Costanzo is out. Costanzo was out. Haig was in and he was out. Braden Smith is a rookie. He was getting used to it. Um, the guard, the right guard position. Matt yeah. Slauson was playing good, but he got hurt. Had, bro, play with a two broken vertebrae. Yeah. Have we talked about? It still played really good. Yeah, it still played really well. So yeah. against the Patriots. So I mean, hey, the Colts are finding their rhythm with this offensive line. Um, Grant, hey, sometimes you need to face bad teams to get your rhythm going. But I think this game, if Indianapolis does win, it's going to be because of defense. Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to. be... I think uh, Darius Leonard is going to have a big game. Malik Hooker will have an interception or something like. The defense is going to have to win. Yeah, I think it's going to be twenty-seven to uh, nineteen, maybe. Okay. Uh, I, that's what I think it is going to be. I think it's going to be a touchdown game because I, I just don't see the Jacksonville's offense getting going at all. Because I think Coast defense it has been underrated the last couple of weeks. It's played pretty they, good. They've been like the Steelers, just underrated a little bit. Played pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, like I said, you just got to get going against bad teams. You start getting that rhythm and momentum. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, 
Like, I know they're bad, but we can yeah. play. Like, we can play football. And Mike Mitchell's been a huge addition to that defense. Yeah. Um, but like I said, if they're going to win defense, and they've got to get Marlon Mack going in their mm-hmm. grind game again. Because yeah. he's, if when he's not been injured this season, mm-hmm. dude's been special. He's had almost 400 yards in four games. Yeah. Um, can he keep it up, get another 100-yard game? Because the Colts are not used to that. Mm-hmm. Can they sustain what's happening? That's the question. Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm picking against them. All right, so our next game is going to be New Orleans. New Orleans at uh, Cincinnati. And uh, uh, I want to put New Orleans. Yeah, I'm going New Orleans, Yeah, too. I don't I know don't, why. I don't I'm know why I did that heavy breath, but I can see Cincinnati uh, winning this I game. Oh, I don't know who's going to win. <laughs> I don't know why I did that, but I can see Cincinnati winning this game. Uh, I was trying to process in my head. Yeah, but uh, I have New Orleans winning. Yeah, I do uh, too. But it's going to be a close game. It's going to be like similar to that Baltimore game. Baltimore game. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's in Cincy too, and Cincinnati plays good in Cincy. Yeah, they like, really they're a good, good home team. Uh, yeah, and if Cincinnati wins this game and uh, Pitt loses, Pitt's back in uh, second place in the division. Yep, and the uh, yeah, and the Bengals move up to that uh, first place, that fourth uh, fourth seed or third seed, one of the two. They, yeah, depending on what. Uh, actually, no, depending on what the Chargers do. If the Chargers lose, they'd be. Tied for third and fourth, um, seeing what happens. But yeah, this is a this is another big game for this uh, AFC North division because they're starting to get close. Mm, and really against is. the New Orleans team, who like you said, they were a, a crazy, never happened before. Justin Tucker missed field goal yeah. away from going into overtime and maybe winning. Mm-hmm. Um, and this then that would change their whole perspective on the season. So. Like I, you know, I can see it being a close game, but I can also see in the Saints off this huge week, um, having another great game. Like, oh yeah, yeah. we're that good, mm-hmm. and they play that good. And uh, obviously, Dez, it, uh, uh, we forgot to actually the mission is, uh, Dez officially signed his uh, deal. I think everybody knew it was coming. Was yeah, I mean, we were them? talking yesterday about how he negotiated. They were negotiating and. We were pretty much talking like it was a done deal, so we're not going to go crazy into it. But. but he officially has signed with New Orleans, and don't expect too much time. He's going to be on a limited snap count. Oh yeah, yeah if uh, he, def- even if he plays. Yeah, uh, if he does play, look for him in the red zone where he does his best, where he does fade routes really good. Uh, look for him back at- shoulder fades, catching it. Yeah, I mean he's going to have some value. You know, yeah. you were talking yesterday. I didn't know if Ted Ginn Jr. was injured or not. Well, he's on IR. He's on IR. Um, I've. You know, I found out after the podcast. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to be a nice addition. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, people are maybe overhyping it a little yeah. bit. Like, oh, it's Dez. It's like, you know, Dez is not the same player he used to be. Yeah. Um, but when you got a guy like Drew Brees, mm-hmm. a coach like Sean Payton. That could revitalize his career. Yes, it very well could. Um, you get you get him around guys like that. Michael Thomas, who is far superior than Dez Bryant ever was. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that he was bad at all, but... You'd be like, okay, like I need to step my game up. Yeah, <clears throat> I need to play a lot better. And if I want to win a Super Bowl, or if I want to contribute on this team, because Sean Payton don't care. Sean Payton will get rid of you. Yeah, he. Yeah. I mean, he. He's not a. He's not a nice. He wants you to play hard. Yeah, that's what he wants. He's a tough coach, and he's tough on his players. So, I think it. I think it'll be good for both parties. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I think it could revive his career. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, look for. Look for how the New Orleans uh, cornerbacks improve on defense as well, and uh, because they're going up against a pretty good uh, passing offense with uh, Andy Dalton. I know he's he's been up and down this year sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, but he's played he's played really good this year. Uh, underrated, uh, underratedly really good. 
Uh, they got AJ Green. Tyler Boyd has picked it up. Uh, yeah, mm. was it Eric uh, Aaron Erickson? Erickson, something. Like yeah, that. I forgot his first name. Uh, he's he's a really good slot. Uh, well, AJ Green's out. Oh, he is? For a couple weeks, yeah. Well, never mind, I'm ruling too, but, uh, but, but, but I also look for uh, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's played really well In the, pa- really in the passing well game year. as well. He's played really well and, this uh, year. Look for those tight ends as well, because we know uh, Andy Dalton with Tyler Eifertson, he loves throwing to tight ends. And see if uh, those young tight ends that backed him, uh, that was backing Tyler Eifert up, see if they can get into a rhythm as well. They got Azuma, who... Who I've heard in the preseason, they like a lot mm-hmm. because we live in Louisville. Cincinnati games always come up in the preseason. Mm-hmm. They like uh, I was CJ Uz, uh, uh, Uzma or something like that. Uzma, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's really fast and uh, he has pretty good hands. So look for him if uh, they're looking to go with tight ends as well. Yeah, and I think uh, and like you said, Joe Mixon. I th- you know I think he's played well this year. Yeah. If he didn't get hurt a couple games, his stats would be I think comparable. You know, close to. Alvin Kamara or Christian McCaffrey, you know, um, or even Saquon Barkley in those type of ranges. Mm-hmm. He's played really well this year. Yeah. But the thing is, New Orleans Saints did great last week. They they pretty much shut down Todd Gurley. They didn't let, allow him to have a great game. Mm-hmm. He had an okay game. Yeah. Granted, like, you look at his stats, you're like, oh, that's a pretty solid game. That's what Sean Payton does. He, but for him. That's what Bill Belichick and Sean Payton do. They're going to take out your number one option. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cincinnati, their number one option is already out. Uh, with AJ Green, uh, so they're gonna take out Joe Mixon. It just mm-hmm. makes it easier for them to control the game like that. Yeah, um, I mean Joe Mixon. I'm, yeah, if he can get going, it'll be interesting because AJ Green's out. Mm-hmm. But if if the Saints hold Joe Mixon the way they did and contain mm-hmm. him the way they did with uh, yeah. um, Todd Gurley, I think it'll be a pretty solid win for. Him. I think it'll be one of those like they're in control the whole game, but it'll be kind of close like yeah. that you know the Saints will win, but you're like, ah, the Bengals are right there, you know. Yeah. It'd be kind of that game. Either but. that or could be like a uh since or a Chiefs game where it's just a blowout. That's that's possibly yeah. too. Yeah, because uh two high-powered offenses. Yeah. So, I right, so we'll go on to the uh next game and it's going to be uh Atlanta at Cleveland. Okay. Uh I got Atlanta. Yeah, I am too. They're just clicking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about picking Cleveland because I do, I do, I like their team. I like their team a lot. It's just the the coaching's been terrible. It it really has the Cleveland. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just been oh man. It's a uh, gosh. You're ruining great talent, great young talent on your team is when you're when you're doing all this coaching stuff. They've got some really good players, man. They yeah. got a really good roster. Uh, it's 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 hard seeing them fall like this, but you know what? You get a top draft pick this year. They start losing some more. They add more depth to their team. They may may add another offensive lineman because the offensive line has has struggled a little bit without Joe Thomas. Uh, maybe they go get another wide receiver. For uh, Baker to throw to as well, so but I just I think Atlanta they're clicking on all cylinders at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, and they get some winnable games coming up. With uh, they they obviously got this Cleveland game, and uh, they got the Cowboys at home, and then they go face New Orleans. So they get some winnable games to get over five. They get a couple games over five hundred here. So uh, I think they're gonna take advantage of it. That's why I have that's why I have Atlanta winning. Okay, yeah, I mean, and if we look at. I don't know why I looked. At, I was looking at the playoff standings and yeah. Seattle was in the AFC. 
Um, it's a glitch. <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> Look. Alright, so we have breaking news that uh Seattle was moved over into it, the AFC. Yeah. And it's um, the number eight seat. And <laughs> which would be good weird. for NBA, but it's not good for the NFL. But like as the as the Falcons yeah. sit currently right now, um they are the seventh they are the first team out of the playoffs. Granted, look, we've talked about it's gonna be hard for the Panthers to be knocked out of the playoffs. Is it in there too? It, they have them on both AOC and NFC. Is it in the, your phone too? Yeah, it's in my phone. Too. I don't know why. It's, it's on the computer and on the phone. It's if a glitch. Look, yeah, if you're looking at, or if y'all listen, if y'all listen to it today, maybe y'all will go up and look up at uh, ESPN's playoff uh, bracket and see, uh, just see, uh, see add on? on the AOC. Yeah, interesting. The Falcons are one game or one um, seed out from the playoffs, so the seventh seed technically right now, which mm-hmm. doesn't get you in the playoffs. The in front of them are the Vikings and the Panthers. Granted, me and you both, Wyatt, don't think the Panthers are missing the playoffs. Unless there's some catastrophic injury or a downward slide, I think the Panthers are playing such great football, they're yeah. gonna be in. The question is that sixth seed. Atlanta, we've talked about. They've been playing pretty good football. Matt Ryan's played outstanding. Yeah. Um and I mean I've had them winning the football game just because I think they're playing way better than the uh Dan the Browns, and I think Dan Quinn's just such a great coach. It's going to be interesting because the Vikings have not played great this year. Um, yeah. The Bears haven't played great this year. And so if the Bears or the Vikings, one of those two teams can lock up the division in that four, third or fourth seed yeah. um, and get and get their playoff spot. Bears have a prime opportunity in, the, in these next three weeks too. To yes, they three do. Three straight division games. Yes, they do. They could really boost themselves. Mm-hmm. Detroit. Vikings, Detroit, they could really boost themselves to get yeah. that uh um that eight and three that and, and really probably, secure that and, division. Yeah, or or almost clinch the playoffs because they win the next three games are eight and three. Oh and, yeah. And they still get new, uh the Giants and San Francisco on their schedule. Uh-huh. So they're so they could easily lock up ten wins right there if they win their next division games. They the the Bears yeah. gotta do it. They gotta play they gotta play hard. But, um, uh, but the Falcons are not out of this yet. Yeah. They're not out. Um, they're playing good football. And like, you know, we're saying Matt Ryan, playing outstanding, man. He's just playing such good football. Yeah. And if they get into the playoffs with the team and the experience they've had and probably the hunger from losing the Super Bowl they had and last year losing the way they did. And Julio finally scoring. They could be dangerous. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're, good. they're a Super Bowl continuing team. But I'd say watch out for the Falcons. Watch out for them over the next three or four weeks. See if yeah. they can really put themselves in a position to get in the playoffs. Um, it's going to be interesting. And I don't know. They're not out yet. They're really not out yet. Yeah, and they're, I think they're going to take advantage of these next couple of weeks. So maybe spoiler for uh, next week as well against the Cowboys. But they're going to take control of these games. They could really boost themselves to 6-4. and four. Yeah. They could really do it, um, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think of how their season started. Yeah. Kind of like the Steelers where you're like, granted the Steelers didn't have the injuries they did. Yeah. But you're like, man, two teams I thought could actually go to the Super Bowl and win. Yeah. And the Falcons are definitely not making it. And yeah. the Steelers are not looking good. Steelers are clicking on all cylinders. Falcons are starting to get themselves going. And Matt Ryan, like you said uh, Gosh, dude. yesterday. He's playing good, man. Yeah, he's looking like Gosh. his MVP former self. Even, though, even with Steve Sarkeesian. Even though he's, it's a tall task to climb up that mountain because he got Drew Brees and Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes there. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, but he's, but he's looking, looking like it. He, he's looking really good. He's, he's going really to be on that ballot by the end of the year. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's dude, he's playing great. Yeah. So uh, we'll go into our next game. It's going to be Detroit at Chicago, finally. 
And uh, I'm going to pick Detroit. We just don't play good against tall wide receivers the last couple years. And uh, Detroit has some really big wide receivers. You're picking Detroit? Yeah, we, we just haven't played good against Detroit last year. As a Bears fan, I think all the Bears fans know we just haven't played good against them. Uh, we struggle against tall wide receivers. Like, really tall wide receivers. And uh, I, don't, I, I just have Detroit winning just because uh-huh. I got to see the Bears win a division game to be comfortable with them winning division games. See, I was going to pick um, Detroit. Yeah. But, you know what? I'm going to pick Chicago. I'm going to do it simply because I trust I trust Nagy over Matt Patricia. And Tariq Cohen is a special player. Like, the dude's a special player. When, yeah. When Brian Westbrook, um, one of the greatest, you know, great Eagles and one of the better running backs of my childhood, a lot of people probably, you know, overlook him or don't remember him. Um, but I love watching that guy. He was such yeah. a good football player. Yeah, he was. So, um, he'll probably never get in the Hall of Fame. But with how great he was, comparing, saying that Tariq Cohen reminds him of himself, being short, being a great punt returner, a kick returner, mm-hmm. um, being a great receiver, a guy that can actually line up outside and play receiver or catch it out of the back foot, and a guy that can run in between the tackles and do what you need him to do, the dude's a special player. And I think it's been clear this year he's really out um, – pushed himself over Jordan Howard as the best back on the team. No slide on Jordan Howard, but Nagy has been able to use Cohen in a way that last year, they even last year they couldn't use him, and we saw how electric he could be. Um, mm. He is basically their Tyreek Hill. That is what he is. Not as fast, obviously not as true receiver, but he is basically the Bears' Tyreek Hill, yeah. um, what Nagy had last year with the Chiefs. And I think, I think Trubisky's playing well. He's missed some throws here and there, but I think he's playing well. Yeah. And I'm, I am question sometimes what Patricia's doing. You know, some a few games, it's like Karrion Johnson runs well, and then you don't give him carries. Um, defense doesn't play necessarily great. Matt, uh, Matt Stafford is, as much as I tried to defend him before the season, has not looked that great this year, like at all. Mm-hmm. Even with a little bit of help around him, he's not looked great. And uh, they traded the number one wide receiver. Yeah, so I – I don't trust him. I don't. I don't trust him right now. And I think the Bears are a good team. They're a good football team, mm. and their defense is legit. Like their defense can make stuff happen. They're yeah. they're like like the way I thought about the Ravens. Granted, their offense is playing like dog crap right now. But the way I thought about the Ravens defense, I think about the Bears defense. They're a Super Bowl winning defense. Can the offense get going? And I think over the past few weeks they have, but they need to pick it up even more. Yeah. So uh, the- I got the Bears. Yeah, I get Detroit. It just it, what comes to mind is that uh, Thanksgiving game uh, last year, mm-hmm. where uh, when was the Thanksgiving? It was just it was a Saturday game, like late in the season. It's weird Saturday game. Uh, Probably uh, December or something. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> obviously we had John Fox who had a terrible offensive scheme, mm-hmm. uh, but they uh, the what Matthew Stafford was able to do. Because we, we, we shut down Golden Tate in the game. Uh, he just threw up to Kenny Galladay and uh, Marvin Jones, and they were able to go up and get the uh, get the ball. And uh, that's kind of what uh, our, our our corners struggle with. Like, as Bears fans, they struggle with tall corners. Mm-hmm. Uh, or tall, tall wide receivers. And uh, I, I want to see them improve on that. Mm-hmm. And I want to see if I can trust them on that. Because if we're able to shut them down... I have faith we're able to slow down at least one of the Minnesota wide receivers uh, mm. for the next for the next week's game. Mm. So uh, 
But I just have Detroit because I just don't have faith in the divisional games like I did with Jacksonville. Mm. Uh, at the moment, until they show me they can beat a divisional opponent, opponent, uh, I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay Detroit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, what's the next game? Next game is going to be uh, probably the lock of the week, which is Kansas City uh, in Arizona. Or no, wait, Arizona, Arizona at Kansas. City. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to pick Kansas City. I won't spend too much time on this. Arizona's just bad, not good. Um, they've got some young pieces here and there. Mm-hmm. I like um, was it Steve Wilkes? Yeah, yeah I like Steve him. Wilkes. I like him as a coach. I really do, um, and I I really think he can be able to turn them around and get them going. They just need some offensive line. They need help. Yeah, <laughs> they yes. I would say like Jonah Williams draft him. Um, I think the left tackle was it maybe out of Ole Miss. I'd have to look it up again. Greg Little. Is that who? Yeah, Greg I Little. So. I Maybe him. Uh, so there's some guys they could draft to really help protect yeah. Josh Rosen. Because I think some of the things you've seen from Josh Rosen, you're like, this dude could be real. He just needs a little bit of help around him. Um, so I think the Arizona Cardinals in the future will be fine. But right now, they're not a good football team. And the Chiefs, one of the best teams in the NFL. I don't really got much to say for real. Yeah, I, I don't either. Just one of the worst teams is just one of the best teams. Yeah. And it's what you're going to get, yeah. So, uh... We're going to go to the next game, and it's probably going to be the same way that we just did the Chiefs in, uh, <laughs> uh, the Chiefs in Arizona. It's going to be New England at Tennessee, and uh, I got New England. Not so fast, my friend. Stop. Stop. I'm trying to be athlete Corso. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, would, he would pick Tennessee, though. No, I'm, I'm going to pick New England, but let's not call it a blowout. Yeah. The Colts were able to hold, uh, get really close to New England. Granted... You know, they end up giving it up at the end, losing, like, by 14 points or whatever. But mm-hmm. they were down 24-17 to 17 at one point. They had a real chance to come back and win that game. And I'm not going to say, look, I was impressed with Tennessee's um, play calling on Monday night. I was really impressed with their play calling. That doesn't mean I trust Mariota. That doesn't mean I like their team as a whole. It's in Tennessee. Yeah. If it was in New England, I'd be like, okay, all right, it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. In in Tennessee, a weird kind of field. You know, one of those fields that's just kind of weird. Kind of a weird, like, atmosphere into that stadium. It could be close. I could see it being pretty close, but I've still got kinda New England like, winning. Kind of like how the uh, playoff game was last year, like, close in the first half. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be like that, and then they're just going to run away with the game at, in the second half. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean that's a good possibility, too. I yeah. mean, this could definitely be just an easy blowout Yeah. Um, for, the, uh, for the Patriots. <clears throat> but uh, if their defense can step up, I know it's against the Dak, an offense that's kind of fluttered in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they're able to step up and hold New England to like twenty four points, mm-hmm. I'll give them a legit shot of winning this game. Yeah, uh, because what Mariota can do on his while in the ground game, uh, he's similar to Cam Newton in that sense, but he's not as big as Cam Newton, so it wears and tears on him a lot more. Yeah. Uh, but the but he he works like Cam Newton a little bit. He's I think Cam Newton's a lot better passer than Mariota is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. But what they're do what what they're able to do in the run game that gets them going in the pass game. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mariota has to get going in the run game before they can, uh, before they can even start thinking about passing or passing downfield or doing anything. Yeah, they like, bet deep. Basically, they run a college offense. They run a yeah. read option offense, uh, which it's kind of being more prevalent in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's not really become. It's really more of a both 
type of league offense now. It's both NFL and college, just because it's, it's a good. It's yeah. a, I mean, it's a good scheme, and if you got the guys to do it, do it. But I was, you know, I was listening. I was listening to Boogie on Monday when he was talking. Uh, Boogie McFarland when he's talking about, yeah. um, you've got to be able to trust and and push Mariota into being a pocket passer. Yeah, like the read option's great. Um, um, or the the RPOs. That's a read option. The RPOs are great. The uh, run pass options. Mm-hmm. But you need to be able to sit in the pocket, dial up a play, mm-hmm. know where my reads are, know what routes yeah. my receivers are running, know where I need to look in a certain coverage, mm-hmm. and pass it. And do that. You need to be able to do that. And yeah. Mariota has not proven that yet. Yeah. The only time I see him pass well is on an RPO, is when he's being able to run and read. But you can't put him in these situations all the time. The offensive line is pretty yeah. solid for uh, the Titans. And I've been great this year. But you got a guy like Taylor Lewan, uh, one of the best left tackles in the league, one of the better ones at least. Yeah. So, like you can sit in the pocket and pass the ball. He's an accurate passer at times, or he was in college. Can he start to show that in the NFL? Because they've never asked him in Tennessee to truly sit back in the pocket, be a quarterback, and throw it. It's always been this: well, you can run the ball, so we'll just do what you do well. They've never pushed him to really get better. Yeah. Um, that's what I see the Chicago do with Mitch Trubisky. Like Nagy, Nagy is like, no, you're going to sit in the pocket. You're going to throw. We're not. Yeah. I know you can run. You're going to be able to run because you do it very well. You're actually a really good runner, better than I even thought. Yeah. But hey, we need you to be a pocket passer because that's how you win in this in this league. Mm-hmm. Mitch has they improved every week, and they've been, he's improved, and they've yeah. been pushing him. Nagy's putting him in situations where he's been having to step back in the pocket, mm-hmm. under center, in shotgun. He looks better. No read options. He looks better in clutch situations. Uh, RPOs. Yeah. Uh, he was, it looked like he was about to poop his pants in the Green Bay game. So, yeah. yeah it's and like then, he didn't know what to do. And yeah. now he's getting more comfortable, more look relaxed. The, look at the New England game. He's able to lead two drives, get him in position to win, and throw a Hail Mary that came up a yard short. A yard short. Yeah. So, it's like he's getting more comfortable. Yeah. So, can Tennessee start asking Mariota? I know it's he's starting to get into that area where – do you give him a contract extension? Do you do this? Do you do that? Yeah. They, he's not showed enough to me to where it's like, I'm sold on Mariota. He throws more interceptions than he does touchdowns. Yeah. Um, he's been a turnover machine. He's he's been injury prone a lot. Yeah. Talk about Andrew Luck in that division or Deshaun Watson. He's been hurt every single year of his career. Yeah. Um, whether it be like two or three games. And he yeah, yeah and it hurts time. their team. Like they'll be playing well, he gets hurt, they get on a losing streak, their season's pretty much done. But uh, uh even though they did win when he got injured this year? The, yeah, this year, yeah. Yeah, but him. uh the injury's kind of I think the injury's kind of bugged him a little bit cuz he lost he lost feeling in his hand and his throwing hand. Mm-hmm. Or a couple fingers in his throwing hand. And that can throw you off. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean it definitely can yeah. and uh, um, I'm just I'm just um I'm just questioning Will they actually start to push him as a passer? Yeah, and stop using him as a gadget. Because I, I like Mariota. Yeah, I do. I, I but I just he hasn't improved, and that that has to do with coaching as well. Yeah, right? oh and, yeah, and also yeah. him. It's it's big. It's yeah. a big coaching thing because they haven't pushed him and asked him to do those things. They've just done what he's comfortable with. Yeah, but at the same time, he has to improve himself as well. Yes, and hopefully he can turn it around. But at the end of the day, it's not going to happen against New England. Yeah. <laughs> And I think they're going to win. Yeah, I think so, too. All right, so we'll go on to the next game. It's going to be Washington at Tampa. And I got Washington. Yeah, I got Washington, too. I just I, I think a very complete team overall. And uh, I don't know what we're going to get from Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're definitely not going to play Jameis. So, uh, we, we know, so we don't know what we're going to get from uh, Tampa. I just put Tampa down on yours. 
I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So I have uh, Washington because I think even though their O line, I don't know how long the O line's out because I haven't seen anything pop up, but uh, I I just think uh, Alex Smith is good enough mm. to win them win them at least one game this year. And I yeah. just want I just, I just want to see Jay Green put faith in him to throw the football downfield, like Nagy and like Andy Reid did last year. He's able to throw it down the field really well. Mm. Let him do it. He has he has great tight ends. Let him use them. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to give Adrian Pearson thirty carries a game. You don't. Give him like twenty. Give him fifteen to twenty this game, and let uh, Alex Smith just take over uh, throwing the tight ends. I know Josh Doxson's been a bust. Yeah. Was dropping every pass on his way. But you got some other receivers. You got Paul Richardson there. I think they would have been a team that would have benefited yeah. from Des Bryant. I think so I think, too. Jet, I think Jay Gruden's a smart coach. I think he's a really good coach. Um, you team him up with that ground and pound type of run, kind of like the way he played in Dallas. Yeah. Ground and pound run that one year, that maybe his best season of his career in 2014. Mm-hmm. They had a great running back, and DeMarco Murray that season had a. Uh, the best season of his career, yeah. eighteen hundred rushing yards, just was balling that year, and they had a ground and pound run. Yeah, and I, it really helped uh, Des Bryant. I think that would have been a really good situation for Des and the Washington Redskins because they need some receiver help. Yeah, I think it's almost like they don't trust. It's not that they don't trust Alex; they don't trust the receivers. It's like because Alex will get the ball to him, mm-hmm. but they drop so many passes. It's not even like Paul, they don't throw it to Paul Richardson. And yeah, either. and they don't do enough deep passes with him. I would like to see them stretch the field more with him. Yeah. And I haven't – anytime I've seen a game of them or I've watched some uh, stuff of them, it's – they don't – they don't uh, they don't stretch the field enough with him. He's a guy, like you said, I mean, he's a guy that makes these crazy catches. We've seen him make insane catches. He's yeah. fast. He's explosive. He can make the deep uh, – he's a good deep ball receiver. Like, get him some opportunities. Um, do some play action. If you're going to run the ball that much with Adrian Peterson, do some play action and get him going down the field. It's not only going to help your run game, but it's going to help your other receivers running routes underneath. Um, but at the same time, I think Tampa Bay's defense is just bad enough to where I think Alex Smith could have his best game of the season. And I think uh, I think Adrian Peterson's going to have a big game. I think he's going to bounce back this week. Um, and I think he's going to be able to have a big game, help them win, and continue this crazy um, season that he's been having, which has just been outstanding at 33. Uh, all right, so Washington, uh, this might want, want, might want uh, might warrant a switch on your pick. Uh, the tackles are out. Uh, the, both the tackles are out, and uh, Trent Williams and uh, – Morgan Moses, uh-huh. they're really, both of them are really good. Yeah, really, good. he's a big. Dude. Or uh, Trent, and, Trent Williams is great. Uh, Moses is really good. Uh, Chris Thompson's still out with the rib injury. Uh, Quentin Dunbar, his shin, he's he's been out of practice, and so has Jamison Crowder. So, five of their biggest pieces, and four of them are on offense. Mm-hmm. So this could be a, easily a defensive game. And, uh, but I trust Washington's defense. Yeah, I do too. So I think they could create a turnover too. But this is going to be a close game, and I and I can see Tampa winning this game because of uh, the injuries to Washington as well. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, we never know what's going to happen, especially you know mm-hmm. with the injuries they've had. It's not yeah. good, um, and nev- it's never good to lose that much of your offensive line or offense offense in general. Yeah. But I trust Peterson. I trust their backups enough to get through this game yeah. and just to get some of those guys some rest and some and get healthy. 
And I trust Alex Smith and Jay Gruden yeah. more than I do uh, Derek Cutter and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll go to the next game, and this is going to be uh, Snooze Fest. And, and I've seen some memes already about the uh, trash and the Spider-Mans pointing at each other and oh, stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's, the, but it's Buffalo at New York. Jets. Aye, aye. Such a good game. Yeah, Jets, I should say. But, yeah, uh, yeah, Josh McCown's starting. Uh, Sam Darnold is officially out with a – was it – a foot sprain? A foot sprain, yeah. And they're saying a significant foot sprain. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if um, if he's having, like, plantar fasciitis, what Peyton Manning had. Yeah. And they're just calling it a foot sprain. I don't know if he has any broken bones, and they're just saying it's a foot sprain. When you say a significant foot sprain, I'm just starting to wonder what's, like... I think there... it's, it's probably what Peyton Manning had. Um, yeah, I mean, a possibility. Yeah. It's a huge possibility, and... If that's the case, he'd be out for a while. He could be out the rest of the season because that's mm-hmm. the injury that takes a while to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not good to keep – obviously, you can't just keep playing on it. Yeah, so I wonder if uh, it's kind of hurting the past four or five weeks because he hasn't played anywhere. Great. Good. He's not, yeah. Yeah, uh, like his like the wins they've got, he's played amazing in. Mm-hmm. And they've been kind of in a slump. And it's due to part that how he's played as well. And uh, mm-hmm. it could be because his injury actually snuck up on him a couple weeks ago and he just – it's like, I'm going to play on it. Yeah, I mean, and it's gotten too much to where he says, I can't play on it. Yeah, I mean, I like Sam Donald a lot. I, I, he was my favorite quarterback coming out. Yeah. Just from what I've seen, what I saw of him in college, um, and I watched all those guys play, I just like Sam Donald a lot. Um, I like what I saw of him. And, like, he's not played good this season. You know, I, it's hard for me to defend and say, like, well, he's going to be good. Like, it's, he hasn't played great. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he's played good in spots. He's played great in spots. Um, he shows the ability to put that ball right on the money, that big play ability. But what was the question coming in of him? He turns the ball over. He throws interceptions and he fumbles. What has he done this year? Fumble the ball and throw interceptions. That's what yeah. he's done. And that he has been a large part of why they've lost games. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, his receivers are trash. He needs a lot of receivers. They need an overhaul at the receiver position. Um, the running backs are good, but not great. They're solid. Solid backs. Um, and Bill Powell being out hurts them because it yeah. does. It takes away Isaiah Crowell's uh, one that one-two punch. Mm-hmm. Um, their offensive line is not good. It's yeah. not good at all. Yeah. So I mean, when you factor those things in, like it, it's it's easy to see. Okay, well that's why he's not having a good season. But at the same time, Andrew Luck didn't have that in his rookie season. They went eleven and five. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that was credited to Bruce Arians. I think he saved that season. But still, um, we've seen guys like. Uh, Shoot, I don't even know. I'm trying to think. Now I'm starting to blink. Well, but, uh, what are you talking about? Quarterbacks? Just quarterbacks with bad pieces around them do well. Um, I mean, we see Aaron Rodgers all the time. Um, granted, this year it's kind of been starting to catch up with him. Starting to almost weigh on him almost to where the point where he can't do it. But he needs help. He needs pieces. Um, but, man, I don't know who I'm going to pick to win. Uh, Josh McCown. I'm going to pick Josh McCown. I want to pick the Jets. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, Josh McCown's a really good – I think he's a really good quarterback. Not, not, he'll be a coach. He'll be a good coach in this yeah, team too. Uh, I'm not saying, like, really good, like, don't, don't skew my words, like, oh, he's, a, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I'm saying he's just a – he's a really good quarterback. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he does. He's a really good backup is what I'm trying to say. Uh, that's why he's been in the league for almost 20 years. That's why he's 40 and still playing. He mm. knows what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, he knows the ins and outs of football. Mm. And uh, – 
you see, you, like you see uh, a little bit in uh, Sam Darnold's development. He kind of has the Josh McCown mentality a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but Josh McCown, the thing about him, he was able to grow and improve each and every year mm-hmm. as he got older. Uh, so Sam Darnold needs to learn and do that as well. Uh, that's why I'm going to pick the Jets too. Okay. Yeah, it's just uh, he just uh, Josh McCown just improves every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays and. Uh, Nathan Peterman's Nathan Peterman. And uh, I want to say he's going to have three interceptions this week. Probably. And Jets defense isn't bad. Yeah. And they'll probably that'll probably be the reason they win is that Jets defense. Yeah. They get some really good young pieces on that team. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll go to our next game. It's going to be another blowout probably. First of the, uh, what, first of the four o'clocks finally? Only uh, three four o'clock games this week. Yeah. So uh, Chargers at Oakland. Uh you draw for the Chargers for going seven and two. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't really got much to say on this one. Again, yeah. you know, it kind of rem- it's like the Chiefs and the Cardinals in the New England game. But yeah. um, Oakland's just not a good football team. They're they're a hot mess. They're dysfunctional. They're a dumpster fire right now. Yeah, and it is not going well. We'll give John Gruden a chance. We'll see what he can do with these picks. We'll see what he does in the off season. But right now, this team is garbage. They're yeah. awful. And, like, you know, me and you both agree, Chargers are one of the best teams in the uh, NFL. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's just going to be another easy win for them. They're going to keep rolling, keep that momentum going. Yeah. And it'll be a game where they, you know, they, like I said, they can just get – they can continue whatever momentum guys have had, they can get it going. And another game where maybe a guy could sit out and rest. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like you could do the NBA type of, uh, like, let me rest a guy against a bad team. Yeah. You could rest a couple guys against this team and still win. So mm-hmm. I think it. I, I don't know. It's not gonna be a good game to watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Unless you're a Chargers fan. Yeah, but yeah, I, everything that you said uh, basically sums it up. Uh, it's going to be a probably a 21 point game, and uh, Chargers are gonna uh, run away with it. Yeah, uh, I I could see this being a pretty bad blowout. <laughs> I can uh, see this being pretty bad. All right, so this is a weird four o'clock game, but uh, the Dolphins at Green Bay. Oh, it's so weird. Um, if it was in Miami, I'd be picking Miami. But with it being in Green Bay, I want to pick. I want to pick the Packers. I am too. I don't trust Miami's not played great this season. They started off hot, um, and they've kind of just dwindled. And they've kind of shown you who they really are. And the Packers, they're not great this year either. But I'm gonna pick one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and Aaron Rodgers. And in my opinion, I still think he's the best quarterback in the game today. Um, over Osweiler is he playing still? Yeah, Osweiler is still <laughs> so, playing. He's out. He's out again. So uh, yeah, Brian, I know. So yeah, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick uh, him over. Yeah, Osweiler. Brock Osweiler plays good against NFC team or the NFC North, I should say. Yeah, he did. He did in Denver, mm-hmm. and he's doing it again this year. So, uh, yeah, I have Green Bay. Just everything <laughs> you said, I a whole lot. Better. All right, so Brock Osweiler is on like a sixth tier, and uh, it's like on the ground, and Aaron Rodgers is like in the, it's like it's like on the moon at the moment <laughs> compared to him. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I got Green Bay, even though Jamarro Allison's out for the year. Uh, I started Green Bay because they've got some pieces, court. man. Yeah. Equinemius St. Brown's a nice young uh, rookie guy. Uh, Valdez. Something Saint Saint I don't know. Saint, I don't know. I don't know how to say his name. It's yeah, Marquise. Yeah, I was gonna call him Marquise. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, VS or whatever his last name yeah. is. But yeah, it's a he's he's a solid player too. And Jimmy mm-hmm. Graham's still there. He's not lived up to the hype, but yeah, I think they'll be all right. I think they'll win this game. I think it'll yeah. be an ugly, you know. I can see it being like seventeen fourteen. So yeah, it's not gonna be pretty. Or twenty eight twenty one. Yeah, weird game. All right, so we'll go on to the next game. It's going to be uh, see uh, Seattle at L A Rams. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, uh, I'm, I don't know who I'm going to pick here. So, uh, I'll, I'll let you go. I don't know who I'm going to pick. Yeah, uh, I struggle with this game too a little bit. I'm going to yeah. pick the Rams. It's in Los <laughs> Angeles. But I think Seattle's going to make it close and make it interesting. Um, yeah. Seattle would drop to 4-5 and five after this, um, which would not be good. And I don't know where they would stand in the AFC, <laughs> based off of yeah. uh, ESPN.com. But... Uh, <laughs> being a glitch, but I think I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Los Angeles. I'm gonna do it. Uh, I still think they're the second best team in football. Uh, I still think they're a, you know a Super Bowl favorite. You know, a week ago we were saying they're a clear Super Bowl favorite. Now I think you know New Orleans has pushed themselves into that thing along with New England and Baltimore or yeah. Bal- my bad, yeah. um, Kansas City. <clears throat> I don't know why it's in Baltimore with Kansas City. So yeah, I think I think this will be a close game though. The first game they had was close. Pete Carroll was like really weird about his clock management and crap. Yeah. And they could have actually won. Yeah. I think Russell Wilson's gonna have played great. I think the run attack's gonna be really good for him. And I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be fun. I think I don't think they're gonna get blown out um like they did last year in Los Angeles. But I yeah. still think the Rams are just a better team. Yeah, I do too. I think uh, Rams are going to pull it out. Like you said, it's going to be a close game. Yeah. Uh, because Russell Wilson is a top five quarterback, and uh, yeah, and I can, and he he's going to burn that secondary without a, a key to lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I have the Rams winning, but barely, but barely. I, I just the better team overall <laughs> as well. That's why. Yeah, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, Seattle came into LA and won the game. No, I wouldn't be surprised at all yeah. either. Especially after a, a huge loss like that, <clears throat> guys just not focused, guys upset. Yeah, yeah. it's a possibility. The ability to take over the first place in NFC again if uh, New Orleans does lose to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So it's very possible. Uh, so we'll go on to our Sunday night game. It's going to be uh, Dallas. It's a pretty at big Philly. matchup. A pretty big matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, Look, you know this is just a this is just a big game just because it's Dallas versus Philly. You know, two historic franchises, two huge fan bases um, all across the country. I'm gonna go with Philly. It's at home in Philly. I'm yeah, not. I, am too. I have not just. I've just not been impressed with Dallas this season. They don't give Zeke enough touches. Yeah. Um, their defense has played actually very well, but when your offense is like so lackluster and ability to make big plays happen. I just I just can't trust you. And I think Carson Wentz, where they had a bye last week, um, bye week last week, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah they, last didn't, week. they didn't play last week. They've had a yeah. chance for guys to get to get some rest, get some uh, get their heads right. They're four and four, and and look, if uh, Washington loses this week with all the injuries they've had, which is a very real possibility, the Eagles would tie them in the division at five and four if they win this game. And the Eagles are in a real possibility or in a real situation to win this division. And if I'm and if I was a betting guy, I would bet the the Eagles to win the division right now, because um, I just think with the injuries to Washington and with the Cowboys and the uh, Giants being in the division, I trust Philadelphia Eagles and I trust Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson. And 
I think this game could kind of get ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this game could be a little ugly for Cowboys because I think as good as that defense is, I think the Eagles' defense is better, and I think they're going to be a lot of three and outs for Dallas, and that Dallas defense is going to get tired, and Carson Wentz and that offense will be able to take advantage of it. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm looking up uh, some uh, NFC was it NFC East, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, so. Uh, they would uh, they would not be, uh so Washington no if they no matter if they lose they'll still have the lead in the division if Philly wins because mm-hmm. they get uh they have the same division record mm-hmm. but uh Washington has a better conference record than uh, Philly at the moment mm-hmm. so Washington would still have the division lead it's not so Philly's not playing for the division this week yeah but they would be next week if they do win and uh like everything you said a little bit about uh Dallas about how they just haven't shown us anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just trust Philly at the moment, and I want to see what Golden Tate brings to the table. He uh, did they have a bye week last week? Who? Uh, Philly. Yeah, they, yeah, they did. I yeah. just asked you that. Yeah, you did. Yes. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know why I just asked you. Gosh, but yeah, man. Uh, I want to get that checked it's early, out. It's early morning. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's not that early. Yeah. Uh, so Phil, uh, I I just want to see what Golden Tate does in Philly. I really do. Uh. I can see him having over 100 oh, yards. Oh, he is there, too. That would be, be nice, too. I, he's going, I think he could have over 100 yards this game because they're going to be keying in on uh, Alshon because he's been there longer. They're going to be keying in on Nelson Aguilar. He's, going to be, he's, he's been there longer. I don't think they're going to key in on Golden Tate as much because uh, he just hasn't been there, and he, he doesn't know the whole offensive playbook. Uh-huh. But the thing about Golden Tate is he can run every single route in the book, and he can run it effectively. And he's and, a great run after catch guy. Yeah, and he's he's going to get you yards. Uh, I that's my bold prediction of the week. I think Golden Tate's going to get over 100 yards receiving and a touchdown. Yeah, so okay. uh, I got Philly as well. Uh, so we're going to go to another uh, snooze fest. Our last game of the week. Yeah, uh, don't know why they didn't switch this out, but uh, yeah, no, those. I mean, they could have switched this out for oh, so many more, so many games. You know. I don't uh, know. Green Bay Cincinnati and, and New Orleans. Green or Bay or Miami. Because that's a four o'clock game. Yeah, it's anything that could happen, but I don't I mean I don't know. It's like it, this'll be another, you know, like you said, a snooze fest. It's not gonna it's, be fun to watch. It's Giants at San Francisco if, if I didn't say it. But you know what? I'm gonna pick the Giants because I think Saquon's gonna have a huge game. I'm I'm picking San Francisco because I believe in Nick Mullins. Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah. Um Until he can prove me wrong and prove that he can be in the NFL for 20-some-odd years like Brett Favre or something, his uh, counterpart from Southern Miss. I'm going to pick uh, Saquon Barkley. That's what I'm picking. We only differ on three games this week. Oh, wow. And uh, two of them are our teams. I picked Indy. You didn't, and you picked Chicago, and I didn't. And then we <laughs> differ on this game because it's just two bad teams. So uh, uh, did, we, did we agree that much? Yeah, that's, we did. That's kind of that's boring. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. Uh, but it's just it's one of those weeks. It's <laughs> the bye weeks mess like late bye weeks is where everything just starts messing up. Yeah. yeah, because like you don't get enough games, and then you get like weird team, you, like your top teams out. Like next week you have, uh, or in a couple weeks you have the Rams, uh, Kansas City, and uh, I want to say New England out in the same week. And you, oh, no, no, no. Next week's the whole entire AFC, AFC East is out. Yeah, it's out next week on okay. a bye week. That's weird. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing ever. And then uh, two weeks from now is uh, Los Angeles and Kansas City out after they face each other. So it's weird. 
Hmm. So you're gonna have your top. Uh, you're gonna have three of your top teams out in a consecutive weeks. It's I, I just don't like late bye weeks. I think you should have them for, uh, week four to week ten, and then have the rest of the season play out like that. Okay. Uh, I just I just don't like the bye weeks late into the year at week twelve and all that. Yeah, I mean, and well, getting back to this New York and yeah. San Francisco game real quick. Yeah, y'all top it. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think if my if I had a bold prediction this week, I think Saquon's yeah. going to rush for a hundred and and uh, re- have a hundred receiving yards. I think he's going to get a hundred and a hundred, and I think he's going to have two touchdowns. He's just, I mean, he's just really turned it on um, in this second quarter of the season. The first quarter, you saw flashes. You're like, okay, Saquon can be great. Yeah, but he's really turned it on the past few games. Like really turned it on, um, and like really pushed himself as like one of the better backs in the, in the entire NFL. Yeah. Not just of the rookies, but of like every single back in the NFL. Like he's really pushing to say like I'm yeah. that great. Like maybe they should have picked a quarterback at number two, but I'm not gonna let them down and not be a Hall of Fame type of player. Like he is special. Yeah, and we had our doubts about him. We had our doubts of. Does he does he try to hit the home run too much? Does he try to do run side to side too much and get too much um, too many big plays? But he has shown in the NFL. I'm not afraid to run through the tackles. I'm not afraid to get four or five yards when I need to. I'm not afraid to put my nose down and just get that extra yard or two. I'm not afraid to. And when he's shown that, and what it's been able to do for his entire game, like he's not been afraid to run in the middle, so people have to respect him now. Like even when crap's not happening. He has to still run in the middle, and he can make a, a couple things. Because he's so strong and explosive, he can make a couple yards and a couple plays happen. Yeah. But also, at the same point, when that happens, he also, that the great thing that we thought about him, has that home run ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's going to be able, he's going to be the reason they win this game. I think they're going to rely on him heavy. Well, and I, well, the reason I have San Francisco is I think uh, Kyle Shanahan is going to draw up something uh, because there's, Oh, he's a better coach. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. a better coach. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Nick Mullins didn't make any mistakes last week, and I don't see him making any mistakes this week. Okay. So, uh, as San Francisco winning, it's going to be like a 19-16 game. A lot of field goals. Okay. Uh, I, I see it. Uh, because the defenses are both pretty good, and uh, you don't know what you're going to get from the offenses. That's why I have uh, 19-16 and San Francisco winning. So. Okay. Um, yeah, that, uh, that wraps up. Yep. This week's episode of our predictions with uh, mm-hmm. the week ten predictions. Yeah, uh, our records currently Wyatt is sitting at seventy four and sixty, and I have a six game lead at eighty and fifty four. Yeah, um, I think next year. I know this is like kind of pushing it a little further, but I think next year we may may predict these games based off of the spread to make it more interesting to have more of a discrepancy in. In the records and maybe how we pick the games to make it more yeah. interesting. Um, so, but we'll continue picking the games the way we've been picking the rest of the year because I think it'd just be weird to switch it up now. Yeah. Um, but I think next year we'll definitely uh, do based off yeah, of the that's spread. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. It just sounds it sounds a little bit more interesting, and mm-hmm. I think the picks would differ. We'd have yeah. a lot more. We'd have a lot different, more different opinions, and you bring scores into it, predictions of uh, scores, and how. I think it'll be a lot more interesting. Um, but I, but hey, we're uh, getting new to this thing, used to this, and having a lot of fun with it. So, but thank you guys for listening. We enjoy doing it, um, and I hope you guys enjoy listening. Wyatt, where can they follow you? Uh, at Instagram and at Twitter at underscore Sparky underscore four. Okay, and uh, both for me at, at Varsity Gender fifty five. Um, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this weekend of football, and 
until our next uh, podcast, we'll see you then. Have a great one. See ya. Peace.